Hey guys, it's Maya and I just wanted to jump on here and promote my takes Instagram really quick because we're doing a lot of fun things. I'm doing more posts, more stories, and I also have to say I've started a new series called The Bottom Shelf and it's video reviews, IGTV video reviews, and I think they're super fun and they're all on the Instagram. So go follow my take on social media and specifically on Instagram at underscore my take. Maya back again, guys. I have one more update for y'all. My Take now has a Patreon. I'm trying to expand the My Take community and also expand my earnings a little bit by creating a Patreon. We have three tiers, and in the top tier, we're actually starting a My Take book club. So anybody who joins, we're going to be reading a book together a month, and there's going to be monthly live streams and Discord benefits. So I'd really, really, really appreciate it if you could go check it out. The link is in the show notes. Okay, so I don't even know where I first heard about this book. But it's been on my TBR for a while, and I say a while, but it can't actually have been that long because the book came out in 2021, so it can only have been on my TBR for a year. But I finally got it, and it was so good. We are talking about Mom Jeans and Other Mistakes by Alexa Martin, and the novel follows Lauren, who is dealing with leaving her ex-fiance, who cheated on her, and like leaving him and also trying to be a mom to the most amazing, adorable five-year-old named Addie, and also Jude, who is a fitness influencer, dealing with her mom and struggles that her mom is facing and the fallout of being swindled by an old business partner when she wanted to open her own Pilates studio. And Jude and Lauren are longtime best friends, and because both of their lives are falling apart, they move into each other, and the book is just following them dealing with life and love and friendship, and it's so so good I binged it in basically a day and I had such an amazing time it was funny fun and swoony and real and lovely and just like beautiful and I'm recommending it to everybody I'm shouting from the rooftops about this book because it was so good and I seriously need to read so many more of Alexa Martin's books now because they all sound so good and I had such an amazing time with this one so I'm super excited to talk about it and to read more of hers in the future Books, TV, music, and movies. All things that make a big impact on everyone. I'm constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who'll listen, so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to, which means no tuning out halfway through. I'm Maya Ghosh, and this is my take. with the book we're going to start with a little bit on the writing and we get dual point of views with this book which is very important because if we only saw one of them it wouldn't feel as real and it wouldn't feel as like balanced and whole because it's really about both of their stories so we see both Lauren and Jude's point of views which is important and their narrations are very distinct which is really cool too and both of the girls are involved in the podcast and I love the podcast aspect so much. I love a book about a podcast and it was just so cool that they had it and in the podcast this is actually supposed to be in the writing section because it's like it's not necessarily multimedia but we get little breaks where we see Lauren's newsletter emails to her subscribers to the podcast people and so this has actually inspired me to start my own newsletter, so if you're not subscribed to that, check the link in my bio and the show notes to subscribe to that. But it's so cool to see Lauren's narration through 
the podcast newsletter and stuff and it really like balances out her character and I think shows like a fun side that we get to see more of throughout the duration of the book but especially like just when the podcast kicks off you're still in very like closed shell Lauren and so we get to see this fun side that like we haven't seen from her before which is really cool and Alexa Martin is black and so it's really nice to see how we have a book where racial issues are discussed and they're part of the novel because Lauren is black but Jude is white and so that provides a really good contrast where that's where we get to see racial issues discussed and that's where we get to see racial issues brought to light not because Jude is doing things but because Jude is like she's talking about how living with Lauren and being friends with Lauren for so long has taught her to listen to people when they're telling you you're doing something racist or you're telling you you're doing something discriminatory as opposed to just going on the defensive. And now Jude feels like she is better equipped to call people out for that. And we, like, see the discrepancies in their life. We see Lauren talk about, like, I'm a black woman going up against my white male ex-fiance who's also a doctor in this custody case, and that's scary. And we see Lauren feeling so represented, 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 and so connected to the court-appointed mediator in her custody case because she's also a black woman, right? So it's all these little things that are, like, big things to people experiencing them, but they're not big things in the terms of, like, Angie Thomas writes big things in her novels with racial discrimination and stuff, especially with The Hate You Give. So I really liked that that's where we see it because we see it in an approachable way and in a digestible way. Not that Angie Thomas is not digestible and not that Angie Thomas is a book that you need to stray away from and like books that cover big issues you have to read. Whether they're approachable or digestible or not, you have to read them and you have to listen to those stories because that is reality for a lot of people. But when you get books that just kind of almost Trojan horse it in, which is not even Trojan horsing it because Alexa Martin is a black author and Lauren is a black lead character, but it's not front and center. It's not taking up your brain space. It's not part of the pitch at all. And then we see it. And so I feel like sometimes people who are more closed off to that or don't necessarily want that as part of their book and as part of their reading experience will be more receptive to it because it's an approachable way because it's an approachable way. So I really like it and I really appreciate it and I am all for anything that gives any kind of diversity representation. So I loved that. And I think just the character development overall. Alexa Martin does so amazing with character development because like I said, the narrations are kind of distinct and so we see Lauren and Jude being distinct characters. Addie is developed so so well with the way she's going to be president and she's a strong feminist and she's so funny and it's just like her character development is amazing and I appreciate that so much in a book because I love a book that has great character development and finally on the writing I have to say Alexa Martin thanked Little Mix for an entire paragraph in the acknowledgments so as she quoted Jade Thurwall I'm going to quote her quoting Jade Thurwall but we have to stand because it's so good, and Little Mix is one of my favorite artists, so yeah. Overall, the writing was amazing. There are so many great things about it. I just am going to sing this book's praises the entire time I'm talking about it because it's so amazing, but now we are going to move on to the plot. So we start off with the girls moving into the house, and we see Lauren dealing with the whole, like, 
kind of co-parenting situation with Ben. And right from the get-go, we see how absolutely fucking trash Ben is. Because he won't even call Addie by her first name. He calls Addie June, I think, because her full name is Adelaide June something. And so he's trash for that and terrible and horrible and I hate him. And that rage will continue for a lot of this book. So just you wait. We've got plenty of rants coming up about Ben. But because Ben has Miss Addie, Jude can force Lauren to go out with her. And they go to the party and we meet Hudson, who's amazing. I mean, Hudson's like definitely weird at this point in us meeting him. But we can tell he's going to be endgame for Lauren. And we learn about Lauren's three-year dry spell. And it's just like this initial part sets us into their relationship so well because we see how different they are, but how like close they are and stuff. And I really found a lot of comfort in this because in weird, similar ways, Jude and Lauren are very much like me and my best friend Marissa, who's also my college roommate, who's been on multiple episodes of the podcast. We love Marissa over here. But, like, their relationship was pretty similar to our dynamic, and so I think that's also why I found so much comfort in this book, because I was, like, reading something that was very familiar to me, and I'm very much Lauren in this friendship. Marissa's the one that will have to drag me out to a party, but it just made me so comfortable and made me so happy to read something that was so, like, cute and similar to us, but we see that and we like start off with Lauren's main problem with Ben in this custody case and then when we first get Jude's point of view we learn about Jude's main problem because her mom takes her to brunch but her mom is expecting her to give money and to be part of a reality show so this like entire thing with her mom sucks and this entire vicious cycle and it sucks that it carries on for so long in the book and stuff, and it, like, drives Jude to drink, which is not okay, but we introduce Jude's big problem, and her mom is just, it sucks, and then it sucks that Lauren's, like, I understand that something is going on, and I want you to talk about it, but we're cut off by the fact that Ben is suing for fucking full custody, because he's a fucking asshole, and I hate him so fucking much, and it's terrible and horrible, and I don't understand it at all. However, because Ben is suing for full custody and because Jude didn't initially go to a lawyer when they had separated, she just wanted Ben to be able to be in Addie's life. There is no paper trail of like the fact that he had missing child support payments or anything. So Jude has the idea of the mom podcast and the lawyer supports it because it's going to get people on Lauren's side and it could help swing stuff in their favor because obviously we're going up against the white male soon-to-be doctor so it's a book about a podcast and obviously I have a podcast clearly so I love the fact that it is a book about a podcast and it was it was just such a beautiful detail and I loved it so much and the fact that it was named mom jeans and martinis and the fact that Hudson is the podcast guy. Lauren had these amazing newsletters and the fact that it inspired me to start a newsletter like just so many amazing things surrounding the podcast in this. I loved it so much but 
then Jude and her mom, she agrees to paparazzis, even though she very rightfully and very respectfully is like, look, I don't think I can agree to that because I live with a mom and a five-year-old and I don't think that that's something that they signed up for in their life. Yet she caves and fucking agrees because her mom is a manipulative little bitch. And then she goes from like me wanting to shake her to me also wanting to shake her, but for a different reason, because Jude has the line about like, I hate to break it to you, Miss Perfectionist. Hold on, hold on. I'll find it because I highlighted that line and then I took a picture of it and I sent it to Marissa because I was like, this book is attacking me and I don't like it. But Jude goes, I hate to break it to you, Miss Perfectionist, but nobody has their shit all the way together. Thinking it's possible is life's oldest and greatest fucking con, which is true. And I need to internalize that because I have perfectionist tendencies. However, I did not need to be attacked in that way, Miss Jude. <sighs> and then it's funny because she goes on to say, like, it's rude. Like, let me fucking struggle in private. Sure, I would never let her do that to me. I, I would cuff her to the banister until she broke, but this isn't the same. Like, Jude is just... Oh, I love Jude so much. She has so many amazing lines in this book, and I highlighted so many amazing lines. Those are, I think, my favorite, too, because those are the two I sent to Marissa. But just the dichotomy of June being... June. Jude being, like you can't have your shit all the way together, but also let me bottle my emotions up and struggle in private. Fuck you. Like, oh, so good. So good. I love it so much. And then we have the first podcast recording and afterwards Hudson produces the Addie show and it's so cute. Every time Hudson was with Addie, I was like, oh my god he's a better dad to her than her actual dad and he actually wants to be part of her life and he's like not doing this just to get to Lauren like he loves Addie it was so good and then he's so terrible at trying to tell Lauren that she looks pretty at the party but he's adorable and charming and he like just hangs around and is so cute and I love Hudson I want a Hudson he was so adorable oh I love so many things about this book including Hudson Okay, so they're at their launch party, clearly, because Hudson is failing to tell Lauren that she looks pretty, and Jude comes for terrible and horrible Jennifer, who's one of the, like, parents at the kindergarten, and obviously Lauren is pissed, and I kind of side with both of them. Like, it is something that Lauren is going to have to deal with, so maybe Jude should have let her deal with it in her own way, but also nobody deserves to be treated the way that Lauren is being treated about this like kindergarten thing so Jude is right and like from my experience it reminded me of like a first generation child versus like the immigrant parent so like Jude sticking up for herself and demanding like her rights and her worth was like very much a first generation child whereas Lauren is very much the immigrant parent being like I need to put my head down and I need to work and I think it's actually a very fitting comparison because Lauren is the character of color and Jude is the white character not that first generation children are white but they have the privilege of like being American and having that security so yeah that was something that I was thinking about a lot when that was happening and it was just like thought-provoking that's the thing about this book is if you try and put a little bit of effort in it really can like make you have some deep thoughts and actually think some things so that was another really fun thing too was I was like thinking about their relationship and thinking about the differences in their lives and just like 
don't know. There's a lot to think about, and I really like a book that, like, once again, Trojan horses its way into making you think. So, that was that. Then, oh my god, Jude giving Addie and Lauren the necklaces, and, like, the three of them make the triangle so they're the strongest shape was so beautiful and I love the speech that Lauren gives her afterwards about like you have to open up and you have to do things and then obviously it doesn't fucking work but the speech that she has is beautiful and then the podcast launches finally and it's so cool it doesn't go off completely without a hitch because the podcast doesn't actually go up so Hudson being the smart man that he is takes the opportunity to take Lauren out to lunch to fix something that literally took like two minutes to fix on his laptop. But Hudson is a smart man. And he's like, you know, I don't want to make your life more complicated. I understand if your priority is Addie right now, but like, I would really want to go out on a date with you if that's something that you are open to. And I hate that Lauren doesn't immediately say yes. I mean, eventually she does say yes because Jude has a very kick-ass a speech about like you know doing things for yourself and all that and I love when she calls him and she's like if that's still on the table and he's like I'm not going anywhere it's always going to be on the table oh there was not enough Hudson and Lauren content in this book like I want to read a whole another book just about Hudson and Lauren because I love them so 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 much but then what I don't love what I what I really don't love is that Ben makes a plan to kidnap Addie because it is kidnapping if you don't tell the parent that has full custody at the moment that you are planning to pick up this child it is kidnapping whether you were her biological father or not right there are reasons that parents from the united states going to canada need to get notarized documents saying i am not absconding with my child to canada the other parent is just not coming on this damn vacation so it is kidnapping and she ruins Lauren's surprise for her. He full well knows he has her next weekend. And I'm sure Frozen will be in town next weekend. And the tea party place will be there next weekend. And he can take her then. And he doesn't actually end up getting to take her. We find out at the fucking meeting, the custody hearing, that he had to go to work. And it was only because he had another person there that Stephanie could take care of Addie. And I just was filled with so much rage and I was mad at at at, not Addie at Lauren too because she is letting him take her without a paper trail right before the hearing and I loved when Jude supportively yelled at her for this because that was not okay and it was not okay that Lauren had to go and have a breakdown about it in her car because she was like really looking forward to this and it was this whole thing and I hated it but still create a paper trail have you learned nothing this is the reason you are starting a podcast in the first place and then of course we get to the custody hearing and ben played lauren and his lawyer is an asshole and there was no agreement to not sue for full custody and he's like painting her out to be this manipulative bitch and i was just full of rage like i had not felt rage like that at a book in so long but my blood was boiling it was so bad I was so 
oh my god, I can't even speak. Like, I was... And this is a fictional character that I had been with for a very short amount of time. So, like, I really hope that down the road in my life, none of my friends have children and then have a very sleazy ex and get divorced and have an ex come through for full custody because I will not be able to be a character witness because my blood will boil over and I will scream profanity from a witness stand because if I cannot hold it in with a book, I will not be able to hold it in with one of my real life friends, okay? But I was so full of rage And it was just terrible. And then Lauren snapped at him finally. And I was like, yes, Lauren. I was so proud of her in that moment. And I was so proud of June. And she's finally like, think about what you would say to Addie if you were letting a man take her self-confidence away like this. Like, think about that. Like, it takes you too long to bring Addie into the situation to make Lauren see sense. But she finally does. And Lauren sees sense. And she accepts the Hudson date. And they go to the really cute rooftop Napoleon Dynamite thing. And like I said, it was too short. There's not enough Lauren and Hudson content. But while this is all happening, Jude is thinking that things are getting better with her mom, but they're actually not. And she goes and sees her therapist, and her therapist is really good. I love and appreciate that it's, like, good representation of therapy in a book because I feel like therapy is already so stigmatized, and a lot of people are working really hard to destigmatize therapy. Michael Phelps talks a lot about mental health. Simone Biles recently with the Olympics. Naomi Osaka. Like, so many people. But it still is a very stigmatized thing, and so to see, like, an actual representation of therapy in a good way is very good because there's not enough of those. I think Davies' therapist from Never Have I Ever is very good representation too, but then you also see therapists that are like Clay's therapist and 13 Reasons Why or like having sex with all of their clients and stuff like and how to get away with murder. So I think there needs to be more good representations of therapy in media and this was a very good one. But then after her therapy session, she finds out that her childhood home is going into foreclosure and so her solution is to get drunk because anything happens in Jude's life and Jude gets drunk about it. However, the one good thing that happens is Stephanie goes to the mediator meeting that they have because obviously they can't come to an agreement in the first meeting and Stephanie's like, why the fuck are you trying to be like this? Like, why are you being an asshole? Addie has an amazing mom. Addie is the amazing kid that she is because she's an amazing mom. And so we love Stephanie and Stephanie can do so much better. And I would read a spinoff book about Stephanie. I mean, it would probably include Ben. So I don't think I would like the book because I would be like full of rage. However, I would read a spinoff book about Stephanie because I feel like she's a great character. And then after this, Addie and not Addie. Once again, Addie is not legally old enough to go out to all these influencer parties, but Lauren drags, nope, Jude drags Lauren out to an influencer party, and Asher, her old business partner, and Meadow, the white savior influencer, are there, so she throws a fit and throws a plate of macaroni, which, like, knowing the place, the mental place that Jude was in, I was not happy about. However, I, like, lived for the drama of that moment a little bit, and I know that's bad because Jude wakes up the next day, and her mom comes over and is like, all you had to do was not be drunk in public, and you couldn't do this, and she was, like, going on a fucking tirade and blaming Jude for all of the things in her life when, like, that was not true at all, and Jude is not ruining everything in her mom's life. Her mom is ruining everything in her mom's life, but Jude, like, has a complete breakdown 
and then pretends like nothing happened and is like kind of fine and is acting like everything's okay and like things are a little rocky between Jude and Lauren especially during Christmas which Hudson gets Addie a Christmas gift because he is a nice and decent human being and that's what you would do but like just seeing that gesture was so cute and then like Jude starts to open up a little bit and she also is like oh by the way Nicola Roberts wants you to be on a panel with her so we think things are going well and we think okay like Jude's finally gonna start to open up because they talk about the panel and Jude's like look I will take Addie to the Snowfest thing you do the panel and then after Addie goes to bed we will like have a talk about all of my shit so you're like okay Jude's still really struggling but she's she's gonna be okay it's it's gonna be okay they're gonna talk and we see Lauren kill the panel and we're so proud of Lauren and then she has missed calls because Jude spiked her cocoa with schnapps and took it to Snowfest and Addie drank it and ends up in the hospital with alcohol poisoning and of course Ben is in the hospital and he is a complete and utter asshole and he's yelling about suing for full custody again and stuff and being like not helpful in the situation Jesus fucking Christ but just the disappointment that I felt in Jude in that moment and also the heartbreak, the utter heartbreak at the best friend fight that they have that has been building, where they say the absolute cruelest shit. Like, you know it's a best friend fight because only people who know each other can cut that deep and can hit that low, but the absolute, like, heartbreak and how cruel it was and like my heart felt like it was being ripped from my chest because I was like y'all cannot be fighting like this like this is not okay and then we go from that and we just skip 60 days and we skip 60 days and they're actually like a good 60 days like Jude gets herself sober and she has a very mature conversation with her mom about setting boundaries And Lauren actually has a really good conversation with her mom, too. And her mom's like, look, you know, I kind of tried to hide it from you, but Jude's mom was never supportive. And Jude's mom was always running off to do her own thing. And so I think you need to cut her a little slack and stuff. And, of course, Addie is the one that brings them back together because Addie's sixth birthday with llamas is what gets Jude to come over. And they have a really good talk and they make up and then we see the epilogue where Lauren is starting her own. Lauren is not starting her own studio. Jude is starting her own podcast studio. Not podcast, Pilates studio. Oh my god, words are hard. Jude has a Pilates studio now and Lauren or Hudson are officially together. And so it ends on a really, really great note. I mean, I wish we would have seen more of them and I wish we would have seen more of like so many things I wish we would have seen more of like I wish we would have seen more of Lauren and Hudson getting back together and Jude teasing Lauren mercilessly about it and like I want a Lauren and Hudson sex scene like there are so many things I want but to wrap up this episode if you can't tell this book made me feel all of the fucking feels like I was enraged and laughing and crying and it was so good and I had such an amazing time reading it like I love these characters so much and I so 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 desperately want to read more Alexa Martin now and 
like I've said, I need like 10 million spinoffs of this book. I need a Hudson and Lawrence spinoff. I need Jude getting a love interest spinoff. I would pay to read the 60 days where Jude was getting herself sober because I feel like it would be really tough and really deep and really dark, but also I feel like I would really enjoy reading it and like seeing that she got help and seeing that she got clean. And I need 10 million spinoffs about Addie and like every year of her life I want to read an Addie book. And so it's just so good and emotional and I feel like what I need in a comfort book and it 100% will be a comfort book for me in the future and like I could see myself in that cast of characters and stuff. So it just, it was everything and more and I'm so excited that I finally read it and I'm so excited to be talking about it and I'm so excited to dive into the world of Alexa Martin because she is a new author to me, but I can already tell it's going to be an amazing experience, so... I've been Maya Ghosh, and this has been my take on Mom Jeans and Other Mistakes by Alexa Martin. Thanks for listening. So we're kind of a one-woman show here at My Take, so the credits are not going to be very long. This podcast is produced and edited um, by me. I do all of my own social media. The only person I really have to thank is one of my great friends, Paris, who did the music that is in the intro and that you're listening to now. So thank you, Paris, and thank you all for listening. You can reach me at underscore my take on Twitter and Instagram. And please leave a rate or review wherever you listen to this podcast. That helps a ton. So yeah, thanks for listening.